Well, I'm going to say hello to Jenny Washburn and our listeners at the same time. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> and this hello. is Talk With Me, Jenny Washburn and Marcia Epstein. And we're going to have a delightful conversation around the dining room table. Yeah, we always do. <laughs> and we're recording on St. Patrick's Day, which kind of slipped by for me. I've got a scheduled, scheduled, scheduled day with my oh. social work. So. And I took it. Well, it's my normal day off. But Uh had it not been my normal day off, I would have taken it off because I'm self-employed and I can. (laughs) Good for you. I have another friend who said, although she'd been ill and had missed some work recently, she just wanted to be off and be downtown. It's like, then do it. Yeah. Taking a day for you is perfect. Yeah. And, and, you know, it goes along with the self-care, you know. We just have to take those days off. And sometimes, especially lately, I just want to be around some raucous people that <laughs> don't want to do anything but have fun. Having fun sounds right. Have really fun. I'm not having enough fun lately. I have, I have a friend who has uh, designated herself as the cruise director of life. All right. She's just, that's all she's about is, yeah. is uh, directing her friends and her to have fun. Cool. <laughs> so Very I'm going to be with her today. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And Lawrence, for people who aren't around Lawrence, it's like this is this cool blend of kind of small town traditions and wackiness because we have such a variety of interests in the set of us yeah. who live here, the university bringing in people that, that wouldn't be in a town this size maybe otherwise, and just lots of different influences. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is a big deal. With, and I want to, you know, I, I've done this before, but give a huge shout out to that whole St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh my gosh, tradition. they work so hard. Yeah, they do oh about a million events every year to raise yeah. money for charities in Lawrence, Kansas that benefit youth. It's such a great yeah. thing. And it's a huge amount of work for all the people who are on the, the committee repeatedly or the ones who are first timers. It's a huge amount of work out of love. And, it is. And it's, everything they do is fun for people who participate. And well, and the charities are all local. And as you said, yeah. they're children, they're child based. Yeah. And they raise a potload of money yeah, for them, too. It's really I mean, they cool. give some serious cash yeah, out yeah it's so great it's, that's a that's a huge thing in lawrence kansas it's one of those one of those times when we really celebrate some of the goodness in our community mm-hmm. which we all need to be part of as well as celebrate <laughs> yes how do you take that yes. folks yeah Wherever how about you that are, be part of the goodness in your community that's There's right and really starting locally is important uh-huh. you know? we, it is we need to do good things around us well and yes locally is going to become more and more important as we go through uh, the next few years, I believe, too, yeah. to really, really support the local agencies, our, our elderly, our children, everybody with, yeah. Yeah. with goodness. And speaking of supporting local, I'm going to give a shout out to somebody, an event that's actually on Sunday, the 26th of March. So if you're hearing the premiere of this, this show, you're listening on Monday, the 20th, I think that is. Sunday, the 26th, there will be a very special poetry performance at Percolator Lawrence. And one of the names of the show is, what do you know about Jessica Elise? Jessica Elise Barron is a poet and wonderful person in Lawrence, Kansas, who had the very complicated news of lots of cancer. Um, And she's in some very intense treatment and she is using this show as a reminder that she is still here. Good. And one of the yeah. names for the show, I believe, is the Red Baron Shit Kicking Show. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It'll be a great, touching, moving, wonderful performance by Jessica and lots of friends and good things. And and just that reminder that so if you haven't never been to Percolator Lawrence, check it mm-hmm. out. Sunday the 26th of March. Go there. It's a cool little venue. It really is. It's yeah. very fun. They always yeah. have cookies. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll have to see. I don't know. But um, it's it's right off the alley between 9th and 10th Street in New Hampshire and Rhode Island. And um, directly across the alley is the courtyard of that giant new hotel. Marriott. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always... and, and you can see the shadow of the LAC. Uh, there you go. Lord's Art Center. Art Center. That's just there. And it's just a cool little space. You'll see, it's obvious when you go there because it has 
fun lettering that says Percolator Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little yard area as well as the inside space and art show will be on display. They always do Final Fridays and other stuff, cool things. So, so go find out about Jess. Go on March 26. Donations, of course, will be most welcome and will help support yeah. her medical expenses. Wow. So that, you know, every little bit, you know, you think, well, I only am going to pay a few dollars. I can't pay the $5 suggested donation. Sounds good to me. Like all those $5 will add they up. They add up nicely, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so consider that. Um, Jess is dear to my heart and dear to the heart of many, many. Um, and so go enjoy some fabulous poetry anyway that's all very good yeah 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 we are coming up to the season of activities aren't we yeah we've now entered our 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 uh hallowed march madness with uh ku playing in the ncaa and i can't even imagine even though again we're this will air after uh, after all of this i can't even imagine saint patrick's day and the first KU game <laughs> of the NCAA on the same day. It's I gonna mean, that's going to be insane yeah. 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 because people do love their St. Patty's Day and their basketball. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they love those KU men's basketball yeah. players. No. Even when they mess oh, up those yeah. young men, sometimes oh, it's been a my. challenging year. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> this boy. I'm not talking about on the court. They've yeah, <laughs> they're not. And it's not. It's not boys will be boys. It's like you need to straighten up and yeah. fly right, young man. Yes, 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 um, yes. yes. Well, it'll be. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll yeah. be fun, and yeah. and hopefully. They'll, you know, it, when this airs, they're still in it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, and I, I think as I think about that little mention of, you know, that there's been some mischief. I, I happened to notice a post on Facebook probably a few weeks ago. It's been a while from our mutual friend, Sarah Jane Russell, uh -huh. who basically said, boys, you need to be listening to your mamas. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Shape up that behavior. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the, what else is going on? So many things. Well, I'm happy because it's warm enough for the pansies to grow in the pots on my porch. Yes. <laughs> I was bringing them in every night. Well, and they did, yeah, and the little, little, um, what are those little yellow things? Well, the crocuses in the no, yard or no, daffodils? Cro daffodils. Yeah. Daffodils. Or I really thought they might bite the dust with the cold, but they didn't. And everything still looks so happy and yeah. the buds are on the trees still. Yeah. And it's, it's lovely out. It is, um, yeah. I think maybe this week we might. Uh, stay above freezing. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm for, still not ready to switch the winter clothes out for the spring ones, though. Uh -huh. That's still not on my radar because uh -huh. you never know in Kansas, especially things do climate change. Yes, <laughs> and you might need that sweater or that coat, <laughs> or so the snow boots. <laughs> or the snow boots. Yes. <sighs> it's so hard to go back to once you put on the flip-flops yeah. or the the you know spring coat and then then you have to put on your uggs and your yeah. <laughs> your uh, coat again and hats it's yeah. kind of shocking yeah it is yeah and sometimes better. in the same week it's like well, yeah well, it was 70 yesterday so yeah. why am i freezing today <laughs> uh, i get and then there's you know well the ku students would be on on spring break yeah. but there this is the season of the shorts and the uggs together uh -huh. yeah <laughs> and a hat <laughs> I and also that look. Where you sub see some people in like tank tops and shorts and other people with coats on yeah <laughs> i'm the i'm the coat i'm the coat <laughs> yeah so my body temperature completely shifted now i'm like i'm cold all the time ah, now so yeah and and the house temperature. I mean, we live in this older house mm -hmm. above our house. It's from the 1880s, so it really is older. And sometimes it's like the air gets trapped inside, and so it might be oh yeah, like 20 degrees colder or hotter depending on which floor you're on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'll keep my furnace on, and it's like 60 outside, and I'm freezing oh, inside. Oh, warm your yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's beautiful being in. And I can't even think about what's going on. I just, I, I need to laugh. I need to have fun. I like that, that you have yeah. a director of fun in your life. <laughs> yeah. And there always are fun things to do. 
that's I absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have to mention, I don't think we'll, yeah, we might be together again before this happens, but on um, April 23rd is the 100 Good Women's Annual Clothing Exchange. Uh-huh. And that is uh, next to St. Patrick's Day. It's probably my favorite holiday uh-huh. in Lawrence, Kansas. Holiday. <laughs> it is a holiday for me. I mean, it combines all the things. It combines <laughs> friends, shopping, chocolate, wine. It's all, right. all good. Uh-huh. So the premise is... Um, It's between one and four at one o'clock. You show up with all your gently used clothing that you want to donate. And at four o'clock, between one and four, then you can purchase other clothing to, you know, fill the void in your closet Uh now for a dollar each. I have gotten some amazing things yeah. designer shoes yeah. leather jackets it's nuts wow. they take uh women's and men's no children because mm-hmm. there's d- many venues for children's clothes to uh, be donated but um and we serve um cheese because you have to have a little protein with your chocolate <laughs> and your w- uh, wine <laughs> And it's adult women only. Uh We prefer no children and obviously no men because women are changing their clothes. All over. We for years we yes for years we had a clothing uh, a changing room. Uh We just um, curtained off a section. Uh And a couple of years ago, it was when it was all over. That room was just bedlam. No matter how many signs you post, it says you know, please hang up your clothes. I mean, there were piles of clothes everywhere, hangers thrown around like weapons. And we determined, you know what? We don't need that because at the same time that that room was crowded and chaos, women were standing outside ripping off their shirt and putting on a new one. So we don't need a, uh, and plus it's a dollar people. If you can't, (laughs) if you have to decide whether it really looks great on you. Bring it back next year if it doesn't. Yeah. So or take it to penthouse or you know, yeah. social service league. Yes. And then give at, it to your friends. <laughs> at four o'clock, there's a mad uh, crazed rush to break down all the all the set for the clothing exchange. And we load the clothes that are left over onto a moving van and take them. Half of them go to penthouse and half of them go to social service league. Cool. So the leftovers get taken care of too. Now you said people bring the clothes at one. At one. There is brought before them. No, there is. How is it kind of organized? It is. It's like ants. These people are just, (laughs) and if you want to volunteer this year is the first year that I'm not in charge of it. Uh So I volunteered to be the intake person because then I get first pick. <laughs> There's a method to my madness. But no, you bring your clothes and there is a bevy of people at the front w- tables. And we take all those clothes and we put them, they should be coming in on hangers. But sometimes people don't pay attention to that rule. Uh-huh. We put them on a hanger and we have other people that hang them on the racks and then it's just shopping madness. Uh-huh. So, so what what kind of organizing? Just just curious. So somebody was going to go. Like, are they organized by color or by types of? They're thing or organized by item. We've okay. often thought, should we try to size them or what? No, oh, what? A, oh, God, <laughs> no, 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 no. That is so. Not for a dollar. No, no, and it's you just don't have the time. Yeah, right. And so it's there's racks of shirts, there's racks okay. of skirts, okay. there's racks so of pants. Of yeah, and we do have some tables for things that just can't be hung. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to hang up a pair of jeans, you know. Okay. So so there is some rummaging going uh-huh. on, not only on racks but tables. But if you're looking for shirts, you can go to the shirts. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, I think we did have uh, uh, one rack for. Mm, I hate saying this plus sizes. Uh-huh. I, I think they ought to be mixed in with everybody else. Uh-huh. We're just all people, uh-huh. just different sizes. But anyway, um, so that's, that's the way it's organized uh-huh. and it's, it's a hoot. Uh-huh. You'll see everybody, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's and a lot of fun. It? Oh, it's it at it? crown Toyota. Uh-huh. 
Um, they are such a lovely organization. They gave it to us free every year. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it has these wonderful big doors, you know, garage doors that you can just drive. We can just drive the racks in. We uh-huh. can just drive the, the um, loading van, the moving van uh-huh. in to pick up the leftovers. Cool. So, yeah, it's lots of fun. We run out of chocolate and, and uh, wine every year. Sure. So come early if yeah. you want that. So does 100 Good Women recruit more volunteers to help with this? Like, is that a need that people Oh, absolutely. And I believe you can go to their Facebook page, okay. which is actually 100 written out. O-N-E-100. And volunteer there. Because, yes, they need lots of volunteers for that. Mm-hmm. The The setup is, it is like a machine. We've done this so many years that the racks arrive and we just, they're up, you know. Uh-huh. And then the, the tables are set up. And it's just kind of magical to watch. It's, uh-huh. it's a, like designing a room in fast motion. Uh-huh. And, um, and then the teardown is almost as good. And people, it's interesting at every one of their events, even though you have volunteers oh by the way and if you are a volunteer i believe you get a uh, a pipe pipe cleaner crown to wear (laughs) that day (laughs) if we still have them you get a pipe cleaner crown um you don't get to keep it but you get to wear it for the day um, but it, it's amazing (laughs) it is it's amazing because at these events even though we have the volunteers at the end of the event, people just start pitching in. What can I do? What can I do? And they just start at the book exchange that happens. People start boxing up the leftover books at the clothing exchange, at the accessories exchange. It's really kind of amazing. People just want to help because they're having so much fun. They don't want it at the end. Uh, Yeah. So, so anyway, mark that on your calendars. Um, Sunday, March 23rd, one to four crown Toyota. March or April? April, April 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Cause that's Sunday. No, (laughs) no, not this Sunday. April in a month, in a month. You have a month to clean out your closets. Which is a great thing. Yeah. I thought I was going to wear that. I haven't worn that in three years. It's Mm -hmm. going. In fact, we took a bunch of stuff away. Thanks. My husband did the taking away. I did the like, I just, I'm tired. And if everything I wear is black and white, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> At least it goes together. <laughs> exactly. Yesterday I had on this black and white shirt that, that and he's like, oh, I thought you had on a dress. And I said, that's understandable. Cause I was on the other side of the kitchen island. Mm-hmm. And he's, and I said, it's understandable because Black and white is working for me right now. And I do have a dress. It's black and white like this. You know, Not exactly, but close enough. Uh, when I go shopping, it's like, oh, I like this. Oh, yeah, it's because I have one almost exactly <laughs> like it. Can you have too many? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, and I've said this before, but like a lot of times the color, it's like, it's just not quite right. But black and white is like, I, I like that you know, sharpness. Well, I and I have a lot of gray. So uh-huh. I have black and white and gray. Uh-huh. Nothing's ever just black and white. Yeah. You got to have yeah. the gray in there too. Yeah. And then I have a little. You spruce things up to you. You're, you're an accessory person. I do like, I do like an accessory. I do cool like a hat. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, and you got a new tattoo since last time? I do. Yeah. Yes. Have you not seen it? You, I saw it on Facebook only when it yeah. was brand fresh. Well, it's a, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so funny though, because. I'm older and my skin's older uh-huh. and it's it, it you kind of have to pull it tight sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like first thing in the morning it's a little scrunched up yeah never I, yes. I moisturize a crap out of myself uh-huh. nevertheless she persists yes. yes I liked the tense of that better yes. than persisted I don't yeah. want to be in past tense yeah. and when so. you posted on Facebook I love that our friend Ray said never <laughs> The less. Yes. But that word, when you divide it up into three, never yeah. be less, is yes. also very significant. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And there was also some some uh, conversation about the comma uh-huh. that I left it off. Uh-huh. Um, I actually, you know, when you get a tattoo, most of the time, all, m- yeah, I would say most of the time, they're put on a stencil uh-huh. and then put on your skin and then they simply trace the stencil. Uh-huh. There are some people that do freehand, but. Um, 
But with lettering, you don't want to necessarily do freehand because then you get regerts instead of regrets and things like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> or it's like, oh, it isn't quite in the area that you want yeah, to have yeah, farther exactly. around. Exactly. <laughs> it's a little more. So um I wrote it out. It's my handwriting and That's I didn't put cool. a comma on it. So he didn't put the comma on uh -huh. it. And I even, we even mentioned it beforehand. Uh -huh. Oh, that needs a comma. And then I was so excited at the end. I just said, Oh, it looks so great. And uh -huh. off I went. Uh -huh. And so next time I go in for something, I'll have him put a comma and maybe, maybe even a color instead of, yeah. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was the one who said, maybe you need this semicolon, which has like Yes, that. that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's not grammatically correct. No. God. <laughs> English teachers. <laughs> it was, uh, evidently, I'm surrounded by that. I'm in the process of reading for a writing contest. And so it's that interesting thing about how much do I get bothered by these mistakes? Yes. And how much can I just go, oh, you know, it's a cool story. <laughs> yeah. And actually what I'm, what I'm, the contest that I read for each year is sponsored, but it's got this big name, but it's, it's a co writing contest for people who are people who have um, been living with suicide thoughts and sometimes suicide attempts and they're writing personal stories to share. As yeah. As well as hope. yeah. And they're huge grads, cash prizes. Thanks to wow. um, this um, Paul Quinnett in Washington state has um, a suicide prevention educational programs under what's called question persuade refer qpr so the qpr institute is the was the um sort of spark for doing this contest they said we need to have this kind of contest we're going to fund it and so each year at the annual conference of the american association of suicidology we get to recognize three people with cash prizes for their nice and then share that yeah, yeah. So that's my my professional organization with work in suicide prevention, and it's an intense thing reading these things. It's oh like, God, I bet the, the writing is intense, um, and it's so brave. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're putting your story out there, telling your story is always read, brave, but you're also telling it to people who are going to judge it based on you know, is it inspiring? Yeah. Is it well written? <laughs> like, yeah, which is always kind of a weird thing. I hate to judge people, but you know, there can only be three winners, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing about contests. Yeah. And you got to know that going in. Yeah. That it's it's going to be judged. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that sounds that sounds incredible, though. And I love telling your story. I yeah. think that's so important. I um I've talked before about um, going taking the Jay Pryor Lean Inside seminars, and out of that, the people that have taken the seminars have organized a once a month gathering. It's kind of a social slash networking slash cathartic slash fun uh, evening. It's the third Thursday of the month at Lawrence Country Club at 4.30, 4.30 to 6.30ish. And um, you don't have to be, you don't have to have taken the seminar, any woman. Oh. It is it is for women, mm -hmm. but any woman can come. And the the group of women that comes to this, are they're all incredible, powerful, upbeat women. Mm -hmm. And even though crap happens in our lives yes. all the time, yes. you know, they find a way because they've done this work for yeah. so long. And, you know, they, they get out of the muck. Yeah. Um, and we support each other uh -huh. getting out of the muck. Uh -huh. And last night we always go around the table and it, it can take some time because number one, we all want to tell our story. Uh -huh. And there last night there was 25 of us. Oh, wow. And sometimes there's more than that. That we can get up to almost 40. Um, and our icebreaker for the day, mention your name, what you do, if you want it, nobody really cares what you do. <laughs> it's, we're curious, but, yeah. um, but the icebreaker was what one thing have you learned in this work that is serving you right now? Uh -huh. And it was so amazing to hear the stories that people, cause they give a big, a bit of a background. This is why uh -huh. this is now working for me. Uh -huh. I was there this I started using this tool uh -huh. 
and now I'm here. Uh -huh. And it's really fascinating. And it took us about 40 minutes to get around the table with 25 women talking about uh -huh. um, what's working for them and their story, their little mini story uh -huh. for five minutes of a, of a time. And being heard is so It's important. huge. Yeah. It's huge. You have to be heard. Yeah. I recently, um, this, this came up for me specifically this week. Um, I've always thought that I'm pretty clear in what I want and uh -huh. what I have to say, but evidently not because <laughs> I wasn't being heard. Uh -huh. uh, and I, I, I take that on. It wasn't their fault. I wasn't being heard. I wasn't speaking my truth properly. Uh -huh. I wasn't telling, I wasn't being authentic in what I had to say. Hmm. And uh, it, occur it occurred in four different instances this week for me. Mm. So it was like my, my face was up against the wall. You know, this, this is happening. It's time for you to say something. And the four different examples. One was um, the, a person that cleans my studio. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being clear on what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I would come in and I'd be frustrated and I, I can't blame her for my frustration about not being clear. Yeah. So I had to tell her and it, would, it didn't work out. Um, a person that works with me, I was expecting certain things mm -hmm. of that person and I wasn't getting them. Mm -hmm. So I had to say, I know you expect things of me. What are they? Mm -hmm. And if clearer communication is one of them, then we need to work on that. Mm -hmm. And I expect things of you. So let's work on that. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, it affected a different, another relationship in mm -hmm. that if we can't do this, then we have to do this. And, mm -hmm. and will you help with this? Mm -hmm. so, and then a, my relationship with my husband, I had not been clear on some things that were important to me. Mm -hmm. So we finally sat down and hashed them out all in one week. I was wow. exhausted. Yeah, I was exhausted. Yeah. But telling your story and being heard is, is just the most yeah. important thing, I think, yeah. in your mental health and yeah. well-being. Yeah. And not everybody gets that. I think about yes, something that no, we they do don't. Um, as part of the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture, which is a people's movement. It's not a government thing. And and each year we sponsor Story Circle. Yes. And the format of a Story Circle is everybody gets the same amount of time. Nobody yeah. talks while somebody else is right. talking. Nobody comments. And this it's pretty structured in this sense is you go around and then after everybody has shared their story, then there can be conversation. Yes. But the first part is is everybody gets the same total attention from everybody else. Exactly. Which is beautiful. But you also brought up something that to me is a little different, which is that thing about um, communicating our expectations. And I know for me, one of the struggles with that isn't that I don't want to be clear, but there's there's this balance between clarity and micromanaging oh absolutely things that that yes. are so obvious like of course i know to you know not yeah it's like you know that sometimes that's something we have there is a fine line in that relationship yes like, what does this person really take yes. for granted and doesn't and it's going to be different but i know that's one of those things that's challenging for me because i I don't like, I literally don't like anybody standing over me telling me what to do. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. and, and in the same way, it's like, you know, they're there. I don't like being told things that I, I obviously know because I've been doing them a long time. In well, that way, you know, so that's true. And I think you have to then look at the situation. I mean, yeah. you know, when you're talking about cleaning, yeah. you have a list yeah. of things that need to be done. When they're not being done on a, yeah. on a regular basis, then you have to question that. Or to the degree that you wanted them. I mean, I remember one time when, when we had a house cleaning. And it was, I mean, it's expensive, you know. Yeah. But it was one of those yeah. things. We wanted to try kind of make things easier. And it's like, well, yes, you are dusting, but you are dusting yeah. around things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. like, so you could, it's like. Mm -hmm. Pick it up, dust is, under yeah. it, put yeah. it back down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't move it. Don't take because it to some other room. No. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, seriously, I have to say that? You know, it's like, you're, you're yeah, but sometimes you, you do. do. <laughs> yeah. Not only do you clean inside the sink, you clean around the sink. But <laughs> so, yeah, there's instances like that where micromanaging may be a good thing. <laughs> 
But then when you're working with someone, be it on a project or if they're an employee or if you're the employee and they're asking you to do stuff, you do have to be specific in your needs and your wants. But, um, but for instance, uh, Emily that works for me, Uh she gives an incredible facial. Uh She doesn't do it exactly like Uh I do, Uh but there are some techniques that I've developed. She's only been in the business two, almost three years. Uh I've been in the business almost 10 years. Uh There are some techniques that I can uh, let her know about teach her, Mm -hmm. and then she can incorporate those. Mm -hmm. However, she Mm -hmm is comfortable with mm-hmm. so there's those and there may be other things. things that are just her way the way exactly she's taught, that's different than the way you were taught mm-hmm. and they work well for her and they work well and yeah. they and you know what it, it only matters if the person that you're working on is happy yeah yeah you know so yeah. there's those kind of things yeah. you can tell them you know I, but the other thing is i expect certain um i do expect a certain amount of business being booked mm-hmm. you know so let's Let's then work together yeah. to get that business. Yeah. What we, what can we do? And yeah. if and if I'm not willing to put in the effort, or she's not willing to put in the effort, then there's there's right. not something right. there. Yeah. So you have to look at those things yeah. and judge them. Yeah, and I think that's a, that reminder because it's on my mind too, based on a team project that I'm on right now, where it's like, okay. I have said specifically, this is what I need from you, this mm-hmm. person. And I've said it repeatedly and the person doesn't do it. So it's like, okay, this person is just not going to do that. Right. Um, Even though I and other people in the team have asked for it, Mm -hmm. you know, so then what's the next step? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Finding somebody that will do it (laughs) and saying, okay, well, it's clear that this is difficult for you to do. So this person's going to do it. And to me, I know this is, this is part of my stuff, but I'm just putting it out there. It can be awkward when that next step is also, I need to tell your supervisor yes. that um, I have asked you repeatedly and you haven't been doing this. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to find another way. Yeah. But I've, you know, I've tried working it out with you and it hasn't yeah. happened. So, yeah. And I always, it's like, I don't want to be a tad all day. Yeah. But being in charge is a bitch sometimes. <laughs> you just got to suck it up and do it. And with that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back with more talk with me. We are thankful that Daniel Smith, who produces the show, does all the cool stuff that he has to do to make that happen. And we will be back with more Talk With Me with Jenny Washburn and me, Marsha Epstein. Welcome back to Talk With Me, Marsha Epstein and Jenny Washburn. And we just ended right there in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> we did. We stated a fact and that's that. <laughs> Teamwork is wonderful and challenging. We all have things to learn from it. Yes, about about our own parts in it yeah. as well as how we're affected. Absolutely. It's all it's all an education and yeah. it's all co-working to me. I mean, when this when the cleaning thing didn't work out, then I had to go to my studio mates and say, okay, this is the deal. You know, with this isn't working. So how can we do this together? And I, you know, and I think we've worked out a system. It's not the best system in my eyes. But it's uh, it's probably going to work better. So there you go. You got to work. You got to find something that works for you. Yeah, yeah. And that is, um, we were talking last night about uh, being in charge, being management, being um, a supervisor, and being an employee. And one of my friends said, "I don't. You know, I've always been. People have always told me I could be a supervisor. I need to do this. I need. They want to move me forward in a group. And I always say, I don't want to." Because uh-huh. I, she said, the time is going to come when I have to fire somebody and I won't be able to do it and I'll end up quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her that once upon a time I talked someone into quitting. I <laughs> didn't want to fire him. So we just started talking. And it, I mean, it worked out. She really wanted to quit. She really wanted to quit. Uh-huh. And I knew that if she didn't quit, I was going to have to fire her. Uh-huh. And we sat down and talked and Pretty soon she said, well, I guess I, I guess I'm going to have to quit. And I said, I'm so sorry you're, you feel that way, but it's probably the best thing. And you could add that. 
Yeah, because yeah. it was the best thing for yeah. both of us, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's a hard thing. That, I think that's a talent talking someone yeah. into quitting. Yeah. Well, I think it there's that compassion side that we have that where we don't want people to feel hurt. We don't want to no. But it's also, you know, I used to think about it and it's, it's simpler to think about things like when my son was in high school, my older son, and you know, this thing about relationships, it's like, you know what, you're not doing anybody a favor when you let this exactly. person think that you're going to stay in a relationship when you don't really care about yeah. that person. Yeah. And I know it hurts to say no, but in the long run, it mm -hmm. hurts more for somebody to mm -hmm. be let on. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And in and extrapolate that out into your adulthood yeah, and working exactly too yeah, yeah be yeah. clear yeah it's hard yeah it's hard being clear sometimes because yeah. you don't sometimes you don't even know what you want yeah you think you do but then when you start you know listing it out on paper or talking about it in a conversation and really getting clear on what you want then then it then it becomes easy once i realized that my conversations were not I was not voicing it exactly the way I wanted. And there, therefore, mm -hmm. they weren't hearing what I wanted. How could they hear what I want if I can't even speak it? Mm -hmm. So when I got clear what I wanted, this all happened in, in one day. My husband called me at the end of the day. He said, I thought you were going to be home at 7, at 7.15. I said, well, let me tell you what I've been doing. I've been getting clear on what I want, and I've been communicating. And you're that. next. And I'm taking care of it. And you're next, bucko. So I'll come home when I want. you know when i we joke about that but i mean in in our close relationships that's where there's the most at stake and mm -hmm. so it's hard mm -hmm. and then there are also relationships where there are power differentials of different kinds you know oh yeah i mean i'm not going to go to the national because that's so on my mind but what i'm going to say is like, I, like <laughs> i'm in a, a, this and this is a current thing so so my work in suicide prevention and bereavement i've been immersed in for a decade mm -hmm. and it's my passion it's important and i continue to learn and i continue to do work to help other people and, and all this and so i get this little email from somebody saying we're asking the state to do blah 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 you know and we want you to support it and i'm like hell no because it doesn't make sense yeah you know yeah and so but i'm trying to go okay so how do i how do i give a little bit of feedback to that person so that that person's not going to just be trashing me every right. She doesn't care about suicide prevention. Yeah. Well, and also inform the legislator who CC'd on the email, what are my concerns about the way mm -hmm. this is being approached mm -hmm. and what the foundation mm -hmm. of my concerns is. And so I'm thinking, well, my, my general way is say the both the same thing to everybody. So everybody knows what I've said, mm -hmm. but the more I, I struggled and I struggled and I struggled, and I thought, I don't want the hate that's going to come from this other yeah. person, but I want this legislator to be informed. And so I ended up doing something that I don't usually do like this, but but I, I hope and believe it was the right thing. I wrote a short email to the person who had messaged me and said, um, this is this is the concern I have with what you propose. Mm -hmm. This is the suggestion I have that would improve it. And it was like four sentences. It yeah. was very minimal. Uh -huh. And by the way, that legislator is a friend of mine and, and she and I'll be talking, you know, so so then yeah. I could and I know my legislator person wants all the background and details. Absolutely. And so I had this, you know, very long detailed, you know, this is these are my thoughts. This is where it comes uh -huh. from. This is the history behind that. Um, this is the way a statement was made that actually isn't, um, you can't come to the conclusion that that implies right. for these reasons. When you look at data, you can't look at one year of data and say it's caused by this one thing that right. happened yeah. because that's not the way health trends happen. You know, so, so, so I did. So, and so I thought, well, okay, so I've covered my base in telling the one person I'll be talking with the legislator. You know, we, we talked. Well, it only, so. it only goes to show that there are certain ways that you have to communicate with each person. Everybody's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. And you can't make blank, unless you're running for office, you can't make blanket statements yeah. and then either live up to them or not. Yeah. You have to, in real life, in our day-to-day -day life, we may deal with one person on a on a 
just as you did on one subject, we may have to deal with one person in one way and another person in another. Uh -huh. That's just that yeah. that's human nature. Yeah. That yeah. It, it, you know, carte, the yeah. carte blanche statement yeah. doesn't always work yeah. for everybody. But it's, so. it's frustrating to me because my preference would be to, to yes. let this person, yes. not that you have to believe what I believe, yeah. but, but let me explain to you and, and mm -hmm. if you would respectfully listen to it yes. and then make your own conclusions. Yes. But if, but when my thought is, all it's going to happen is it's just going to be exactly it's like i don't need yeah that. it's like facebook you know <laughs> it's like facebook you don't have to say everything to everybody on facebook <laughs> curb yourself people yeah my I, facebook is love wins and yes. a variety of things that's like yes. that is kind of that takes care of a lot of stuff. the world we mm -hmm. need to focus on goodness i am not mm -hmm. posting about negativity I me either yeah. i had you know every once in a while you get these oh god these poor abused animals posts oh, you know and i hide them well i actually <laughs> reposted one one upset me so bad yeah. that i reposted it and then and then it bothered me yeah forever yeah that i did yeah and a friend of mine in a separate post uh -huh. said you people that are posting stories and pictures about abused animals yeah. and abused people. If you, if I see one of those on my wall, you're gone. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, I don't want to lose her on my wall. So I apologized to her and I went back and found my post and I, and I deleted it yeah. because you know, you just, you can't have that shit in your life. You really can't. We know bad stuff happens. It and does. We don't want to be going to that. No, we, we don't want to, we have I to thought, be careful how much we yes. let ourselves get exposed. I thought of that picture for days, uh -huh. days. Uh -huh. It's weird how some things you just kind of latch onto and you can't forget. Yeah, so. they're horrifying. You know, yeah. some of those things. I, I may be thinking of the same thing. It's like, I didn't want to see that. Yeah. And I've said that to people. I've said that to people who posted that. Nah, and it. sometimes it's it's like, it's political humor, but it's images. Yeah. Like, I did not need that image in my head. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But I can't get it out, I'm Barry. <laughs> and I now, Barry Burns, now but my eyes cannot unsee it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, so be conscientious about oh, what you're people. Yes. <laughs> and I need to. I need to be informed, but I don't need to be bombarded. Yeah. yeah. But I have it. I have a whole different topic. I want to Good. switch topics completely. Okay. So after transformations uh -huh. um, in January, I kind of thought, well, what next? Uh -huh. Well, guess what? There's a new opportunity. Cool. I'm so excited. Willow Domestic uh -huh. Violence uh -huh. uh, Center is doing their first ever fundraiser. They, I didn't realize fundraising because they're federally funded. They're federally funded. And in 2018, that may be gone. A piece of their funding. They're not only federally funded. But they've never done fundraisers. I mean, they they get funding from other sources, grants okay. and so on. But but their 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 big budget mm -hmm. comes from federal funds. Mm -hmm. And so they're doing their first ever fundraiser, and it's called Mike Drop, M I C Drop, mm -hmm. and it's a it is a lip sync contest All right. and there um, now I'm, I know just enough to be a little bit dangerous, but on April 15th, they have tryouts at 7 PM at the uh, Eagles and your lip sync bit has to be two minutes for the tryout. For the contest, if you advance to the to the big contest, uh, it can only be three minutes. So that's mm -hmm. pretty limiting mm -hmm. with a song. Um, because, for instance, I immediately thought, oh, I'll do Paradise by the Dashboard Lights and I'll be Meatloaf. But that's <laughs> 10 minutes. So you can't do that. <laughs> meatloaf. I think I'd be a great Meatloaf. <laughs> So anyway, so I had to pair that from down. Ginger Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You know. So um, you're in it. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the lip sync contests. Jimmy Kimmel does a lip sync bit. 
uh, on his show. Mm -hmm. And then LL Cool J has Lip Sync Battle on, mm -hmm. it's online. Oh my gosh, those things are intense and involved. And they're funny, funny, funny. And so this is based on kind of that premise. Uh -huh. You can do a full-blown act or you can stand up there, you know, by yourself and uh -huh. do something. Um, if you're, if the 10 people from the auditions that are selected for the big show uh -huh. will be on oh, June 24th at Liberty Hall. Okay. And if you're selected, one of the 10 selected, you're asked to raise $1,000, either through sponsorships or bake sales, however you want to come up with a thousand bucks for your team or you. Mm -hmm. And then that money, that $10,000, $5,000 of it will go to Willow and $5,000 of it will go to the winner. So you have mm -hmm. the opportunity of winning $5,000. And then there's also ticket sales. I believe tickets for that evening are $35. So it's going to, I think it's going to be hilarious and fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to and it. And I'm thinking with your transformations experience, you've got some great practice that's relevant. I do, but I'm going completely off the rails with uh -huh. this and uh -huh. not taking, and I, yeah. And but I mean, you've done performance yeah, and, and, yeah. You, and the Foxy by Proxy thing that you yeah, did and things yeah. like that. So I kind of know what to do, yeah. but uh, we'll see. Cause I, I mean, I've already talked to some people that have been in transformations uh -huh. that have done this elsewhere. Uh -huh. And I think it could be really competitive again. Uh -huh. And a lot, I'm looking at it this time in particular as not stressful at all, because I know exactly what I want to do. Cool. It's completely irrelevant not irrelevant, irreverent uh -huh. and Even very though. political. Uh -huh. So if for no other reason, come to see my very political thing I'm going to do. Very cool. I've, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That and it'll be fun. But I, what a great thing. And, uh -huh. you know, this, that organization is so vital to our community. Uh -huh. So I'm very excited about it. Uh -huh. It'll be fun. Cool. I'm going to assume that they have some information on their Facebook. And website yes. they. So in fact, there is that. a Facebook page called Mike Drop. Okay. And, um, and there's a website and then there's stuff on Willow's mm -hmm. Facebook and mm -hmm. uh, web page too. Cool. So very cool. Yeah. Fun. fun so something racer. new. Yeah. yeah. Something new. <laughs> Jenny, the performer. Who knew? Yeah. I, I never had, I never thought that this was in me. Uh-huh. The last time before Transformations, the last time I was on stage performing was when I was in, I think, fourth grade. And and Mike O'Trimble and I did A Bicycle Built for Two. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yes, it was very sweet. <laughs> so it's something you've discovered in your adult life that you yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's very cool. Oh, and meanwhile, my husband is in preparation for his grand trip. Yeah, I mentioned that the on our last thing. Yes, meal. so it's, it seems to be really happening. Uh huh. He's fixing up the man camper and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fixing up the boat and uh, going to take it out for a test run maybe this weekend out to Clinton. Uh huh. And then who knows? He may or may not come home from there. I don't know. This weekend? You yeah. In general. Yeah. Ever again? Ever again. For, for a few months. I know he has to come back in mid-April April because he has a doctor's appointment. But other than that, uh, I don't know. He said he might go down to Bull Shoals for a couple of weeks and uh -huh. give it a good test run and, and then come home and go from here. So he's going to be gone and he's going to be back and he's going to be gone again. For yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For however long. Yeah. Like I said, when he leaves the driveway, I know he's going. <laughs> but I got my glass shower door, so that's all that matters, really. <laughs> was that one of those things you were clear about? This is it, yes, this is what it is. You are not allowed to leave until yeah. this has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was on the list. Cool. There was a list. Cool. 
so the and the gardening will be different because Daniel won't be around. No, he hasn't started, started any seeds or uh -huh, anything, uh -huh. and because he won't be around to tend. No, uh -huh. and he knows I won't tend it. Uh -huh. So yeah, my tomatoes may have to come out of a little, you know, container garden, but or from the farmers. I market. was going to say, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said I really don't even know, need to grow tomatoes because I could walk to the farmers market. Uh -huh. So. Yeah, it's it's all I, I'm completely all for it now. I think, yeah. 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 But as my friend, my friend Betty Booth says, "Tick, talk, tick, talk, go, Daniel." <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it before we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't want a long bucket list left. No. Yeah. I've never had a bucket list. Do you have a bucket list? No. I don't have a bucket list. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm so focused on people that it's not like for me and maybe this will change because things change, but, but it's, it's more like, I'm like, I don't, I mean, it'd be cool to go a lot of places, yeah. blah, blah, you know, that I haven't seen, but mostly it's the connections with people that are so meaningful to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. yeah there isn't anything that I can point to and say, if I don't do this, I will have an unfulfilled life. I have a totally fulfilled life. <laughs> it's already fulfilled. So there's nothing that I, I hanker to do, but yeah. I, I mean, I do have hankerings, yeah. but it's not like I, I have to, yeah. but um, some people really do have a bucket list. I've never yeah. had one. Yeah. There was a whole show on TV, a little sitcom for it this last past season, I don't know if it's going to come back or not about a guy who thought the world was going to come to an end in seven months. And he had, a, he had a notebook full of things to do. Huh. And I thought that was really fun, but I, I, I don't even know that I could sit down and make a list, uh -huh. but you also do things. I, mean, I do things. I always, yeah. I see something and I think, Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't have a list that says I have to skydive. Okay, I wouldn't skydive anyway, uh -huh. especially if I knew I was going to not be around in seven months because I thought, <laughs> why, you know, why make that come any sooner? Because surely it would. <laughs> I would die of a heart attack skydiving. So, but there are people who would say the same things about like transfer. Oh, exactly what I do. Yeah. 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 So it's all relevant. It's all, it's all. Um, up to an individual, but yeah, yeah, I don't have a bucket list, but some people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you have some trips of your own plan for the summer? No, I don't. Cause I don't know. I don't know when he's leaving. I don't know when he's coming back. I mean, I may go, I may, uh, my friend Betty but said, you won't be grounded. At oh no, 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 mm -mm, no, I do, no, I won't. Yeah. Uh, it's just a timing thing. Mm -hmm. I do still plan on going camping at Wilson. I don't know how that's going to look mm -hmm. because I don't, I, I frankly, I don't know if I'm physically capable of manhandling our camper. Mm -hmm. So that may be a little different mm -hmm. than what it has been before. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'll probably head out to Santa Fe for uh, a long uh, five days or so, simply because it's my 65th year and I need to do that. Uh -huh. There are, there's, there's my bucket list. Okay. I just want to go do the stuff I've already done and do it over and over because uh -huh. I love it. But you have favorite so, parts about Santa I do, Bay and yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but that's about it. There's no grand, grand um, trips yet. Yet, yet, I mean, yet is yeah. the is the qualifier. Yeah, yeah. who knows what yeah. might come. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see. Because you're open. That's the thing. I'm always open. Yeah, yeah. I guess I am going to Minneapolis the first of September. That seems so far away uh, for my uh, granddaughter's wedding reception. Um, and maybe go back to the flute festival in September. Uh -huh. So, you know, there's that kind of stuff, but no, I don't have any big trips. Mm -hmm. How about you? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I have something I'm doing that's work related in actually in April, I go to Phoenix for the conference, yeah. which is really special because of the people. I mean, yes. having, having FaceTime with people mm -hmm. that, you know, we're connected year round, but mm -hmm. we don't get in the same room and, yeah. you know, like, how are you really? And let's have a beer yeah. and just talk and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I look forward to that. Um, and I just, I don't know, I'm kind of short term, kind of like, I, I got this stuff and this stuff and kind of seeing, and honestly, I'm 
like I want I'm sort of saving money related to house projects and that's one of my things about living in a house from the 1880s is like yeah I feel a responsibility <laughs> yes not that it's like yeah. oh it has more problems than other houses but it's like I want this house to be cherished by whoever are the next mm -hmm. caretakers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be our sons they're not going to live in Lawrence they're not right. going to in this house and so it's like okay so so we need to be conscientious about having this house in in the shape that it makes it really manageable yes. for at whatever yeah. point if it's uh -huh. just because we say i mean honestly do we need this much space no yeah do we adore this house yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? and so and so that you know so that's on my mind is more like you know how do we how are we going to figure out some things that need to happen yeah. here that's that's really and it doesn't fun. matter how old and how big your house is that's that's always a concern and aren't we lucky that we get to have those worries you know, that's when you say that, you know what, this is my, my least, one of my least favorite commercials in the world. There is a commercial on TV where this guy talks about what his passion is and this terrible problem. And it's about freaking shirts that don't have to be tucked. <laughs> satire commercial and this is a for real commercial <laughs> this guy's problem is what his shirts look like when they're not tucked in you know evidently <laughs> that is somebody's problem because they have actually created a product that's what i mean it is a concern to someone <laughs> yes people who need to have real lives I want to look indulgent things. It's like that. If he didn't say things like it was his passion to passion. buy this, you know, it's passion. <laughs> wow. I want to look good as I'm working, as I'm marching in protest against something or I'm feeding the hungry. I yeah. have to look good. So, folks, have some priorities. Yeah, really. <laughs> and recognize that sometimes we are extremely privileged with the problems we have. Yes, 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 yes. How ridiculous is that? Wow. I just had to say that. Yeah, that's good. I love it when we end our shows on something profound like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be yeah. profound. Don't worry about your shirt. Because you're feeding the homeless. Please do that, too. Do that yes, too. do that. You know, but, but do those do those kind things you can do, and there are different kinds of things. You know, it's funny because I I'm I'm critical. I I subscribe to different kind of email newsletters mm -hmm. that are related to goodness. You know, yeah. it's like really, you know, and one of them is like every every little time it's like, and then this person did this, bought this thing for somebody. It's like, so what? I mean, you yeah. know, yeah, people need financial assistance and stuff, but it's like already that's not the only way to be good. To people, right, right. You know? Yeah. But there there actually was a story that I sh that I that I shared that really was very meaningful to me and I want to end on this kind of positive note because um maybe we don't always value the the kind of careers that people have in the same way and this is a story about a hairstylist. You know, people may think, well, you know, a hairstylist, you know, I what is that? that? Yeah. And it's this beautiful story that that has pictures that, you know, it's it's I have every reason to believe it's a true story. Mm -hmm. And yes. and the the basic story is about a woman with really profound depression. Um, and when it's that bad, it's hard to do everything, including getting out anything, of bed, hygiene, yeah. everything. Things that we that most of us can take for granted are can mm -hmm. be impossible. And and the story is basically that that a woman with that level of depression managed to get out and into a store um, a, like a beauty store salon place and was going to try to buy some hair products because her hair was, was literally all a tangled mess from, from the bedtime. And, and she talked to, and a, a stylist person there was helping her and said, you know, really, you know, a better way to do this than trying products on your own would be to have some help with this, yeah. you know, and make an appointment. And it took a long time for the woman with depression to be able to actually follow through. And when she did, it was kind of spur of the moment. She was able to get herself out. And she asked that same person, you know, could you do this now? 
And however it happened, the stylist said yes. And it was hours and hours. Eight and a half yeah, hours later. Working with this person to to not just shave her head to get right. her mess, but to untangle and style and color and let this person experience her beauty in a way mm -hmm. that she wouldn't have. And it, there was so much compassion in the yeah. story. Yeah. Then just a huge shout out to people, you know, and that reminder that being a hairstylist can make a world of difference. Huge difference. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. And in so many ways. And so just to each of our listeners, do the thing that you can mm -hmm. for somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's my wish. There we go. That was nicely put, Marsha. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. It's been great and so long.